Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy. Available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What are we going to do? Yep, we're doing the King of the Hill Rewatch Podcast. King of the Hill Rewatch Podcast. Yeah, so we're going to go through one episode at a time. So uh, what does King of the Hill mean to you? King of the Hill, oh, it's everything to me. Yeah. It's everything funny. Yeah. I mean, everything unintentionally funny. Uh, Greg Daniels of The Office fame. Mike Judge of Beavis and Butthead, Office Space, Idiocracy fame. Yep. Um, Office Space is one of my all-time favorite movies just simply because of the humor, which is the same exact humor. Same humor. Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely Beavis and Butthead for me. That's a good one. That's another good one by him. So King of the Hill was on Fox. Growing up in Texas in a small town that basically was Arlen, this humor hit very, very close to home. I knew all these people. Yes, yeah, so any neighborhood in Texas that yeah. you could be in, some of the, like, you know, any middle-class neighborhood, absolutely. You got the, the blue-collar dad mowing his lawn mm-hmm. out there in his uh, white Nike Monarchs. Oh yeah, <laughs> and the 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 Walmart or the Megalomart moves in and and starts killing downtown. Yeah, it kills all, all the, the downtown area. Yeah. Yeah. it really reminds me of like the Houston area. Really, just the fact that they would get up and go to Whataburger. Uh, the fact that his wife is a uh, an award winning uh, substitute Spanish teacher who thinks she knows Spanish. His son is is somebody we all knew. Bobby I might have been Bobby. That's what I'm saying. Bobby's a weird little dude. He's kind of cool also yeah. at the same time, but he's very, he's, right. he's very much a Texan. Uh, you know, my wife makes fun of me because I've been, I watch this show all the time. Um, she doesn't understand how I can continue to watch this thing, but it's just so comforting. This show makes me feel good when I watch it because it, it, it always has like a really good message. Yeah, it does. To, a lot to of the episodes. Do. Yeah, because yeah. Hank Hill's a moral being for yeah. sure. Yeah. He's got a lot of morality and, he's not, and a, stuff. He, he's not a super like alt-right guy no, or anything, which is who you would yeah, think he would be. he's more of a center. Like, yeah, he's more of a centrist. Very centrist, yeah. yeah. Because of um, just some of the politics and how he doesn't, 
He doesn't balk at like at the time, you know, homosexuality. Yeah, because no, they talk about a lot of it. Yeah. yeah, they dive into a lot of it. And it was uh, an, uh, one episode that really stood out to me was like the skateboarding where he started to mm-hmm. skateboard with the, uh, the, 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 the preacher. Skating for Jesus. Yeah, yeah. the skating for Jesus. Mm-hmm. And like uh, Hank at first is like, this is it, the subculture of skating to him was yeah. like a, well, oh, it's it's a bad thing. It's and, tattoos. Yeah. It's, you know, heavy metal. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, let's rock for Jesus. <laughs> Satan, Satan sucks. Shirts. Yeah, yeah, Satan sucks. <laughs> Sucks, you know, and he just but yeah. it says sucks. But it says sucks. <laughs> yeah, so like even, even in morality, it's just, even in that, yeah. it's just uh, he's just unique, unique. Hank was just Hank is just a straight up guy. He um he he believes in playing by the rules, uh, doing things the right way, and uh, America. Oh, I yeah. mean, that's that's really what it comes down to. Hank is is just yeah. about he's he's a He's as big a rule follower oh, as absolutely. there ever was. It's, it's nine to five. Mm-hmm. It's the you know the Ford pickup. Yep, ranch style immaculate house. Immaculate maintenance. Yep, the ranch style house. Mm-hmm. The 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 boss that doesn't really appreciate what you do for yeah. him, even though you do. You, you're the only reason why he even has a business. Well, his you know? boss is a god yeah. to him. Basically, yeah, absolutely. You know? and it's, oh, that was one of the things I don't really understand about the show because literally <laughs> the whole show is Hank pretty much juggling this guy's business yeah. and the guy's life to try to keep him from like sinking financially in his business and yeah. keep him from ruining his life. Hank is just like juggling this whole thing. It's like Hank just has these blinders on about Mr. Strickland. You know, he, he can't see anything wrong that the guy does. No. And if he does, he always excuses it. Absolutely. He always has an excuse for it. Even, yeah. even when he takes his son gambling and <laughs> get, you know, the son that he meets for the first time at the convention. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and then he has, uh, and then he takes Bobby underneath his wing and makes him a yeah. golf caddy. And then, yeah. you know, even even when he takes his son and corrupts his son, oh, he sure. is still this elite figure to oh. him. There's a couple of episodes where he like snaps, oh, yeah. snaps on him. But That's at the end of the day, he's still one like one of this. my all time favorites is where he throws up on the lady because he gets so drunk because he's he's so infuriated. And said Mr. Strickland <laughs> yeah. at the convention. So, at the convention. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah. So so basically, that's what we're going to do. We're going to go from episode one to the end of, of season 14. Uh, when it was taken off the air way too soon. Way too soon, abruptly, a whole rushed season. Yeah. And I think on the back half of that season, it was rushed so much that you didn't even get an air date. It popped up in syndication, those episodes. Really? So that's what was bad, even bad about that. Eesh. They abruptly ended it, and then it got popped throw like the last half of the, the last season got thrown into syndication. So there is an episode that is considered uh, the lore of the true last episode. Really? Yeah, so there's one... Where uh, I want to say it's this, the final episode of season twelve they had made it with the intention of it being is that Luann's wedding? No, the wedding Luann, yeah. Luann rides off or whatever, and like like the sunset kind of episode where they like yeah. ride off and then boom, that's supposed to be seen. Dude, you can show over, and you, you could end the show on that note. You absolutely could, and I, and think I prefer you, to end it there. So as a fan, <laughs> I know we're gonna have to touch on it yeah. for the podcast thing, yeah. but I've not watched much of that thirteenth season. Really? In 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 uh, like because I've rewatched. It is fourteen seasons, right? Thirteen. Oh, it is thirteen. Okay. Yeah, it's thirteen. So that last thirteen season, I've watched, but I haven't watched in the same way I watched the first twelve, yeah. and then again, not in the same way that I've watched like the first six or mm-hmm. seven. Because mm-hmm. like I I've watched it a lot. I've yeah. watched it probably ten or fifteen times, all the way all through the way from through. one yeah. to thirteen. Yeah. But I've probably watched the first like seven seasons, probably double that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's that's that for me was 5:30 p.m. You know, sure. in Texas, you know, you get off of school, you do your homework, you eat a little bit of food, 
And by the time five o'clock hits, it's mm-hmm. boom, Simpsons, five thirty, boom, you know, <laughs> King of the Hill, six o'clock, boom, friends, boom, leaving the room, not watching that. <laughs> so at five thirty, TV ended for me. Boom, leaving the you room, know, not yeah, watching. That. I didn't That's watch great. any anything after that. And then when Everybody Loves Raymond came out, I, I, oh, I found yeah. that funny. I don't know why. I oh, it's a great it show. Nice. Yeah, it's yeah, a good it, show. Is, it was good. And it again is one of those shows that has a great heart to it. Yeah. Worldwide pants. Another oh, yeah. One of those. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Um, okay, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to go uh, episode by episode, one through however many that is. Right. Um, and uh, we're going to talk about each episode and each character and, and how they develop over time because they certainly develop. A lot of development individually. Yeah. Uh, animation development, voice uh, acting development. Um, Sound quality changes. Voices change. It's basically the Stephen yeah. Root show, but we'll get yeah, to that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You, you hear more definition in people's voices as oh, it goes yeah. on once they get ingrained into their character a lot more. Yeah. Like uh, at, at first, it's only like, Mike Judge, that's really just stuck in his character, mm-hmm. and you, but you could hear like differences in everybody's voice up until like after the first season, second season. Uh-huh. Once they're even right even into Hank's it. voice changes. Yeah, yeah, even Hank's voice you know, changes. and that's and that's just Mike Judge doing. Yeah, it. but he becomes more of a, I guess, more of a cartoon character than realistic. But yeah. but anyway, we'll we'll get to all that. We'll get to. I all think that. they uh, they were able to buy better microphones. <laughs> I think, you know, they got a little better bit equipment. more money to spend yeah. on better equipment. Fox is like, you know, here's the bottom of the barrel equipment. You sure. Know, this is where the Joan Rivers, this is, this was her equipment. <laughs> this was left over from yeah, Joan Rivers you show. Know, you, you could use this, <laughs> this late eighties, you know, technology wait, here. Wait, we're in an airplane hangar. Uh, it's fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> All right. So we're going to, we're going to do episode one through however many is the end of uh, 13, the sad ending of, of King of the Hill. Sad, sad ending. Uh, we'll probably plan a small party around that episode at the end of season 12 because that's where it should have ended um just a beautiful episode by the way too. it is it's a really good episode and like Everybody's i said there. if you really think on it as a fan and yeah. as somebody who's watched it in its entirety that really is a like solemn point you could really give it it's oh, yeah. nod there and never watch another episode and be satisfied y- yes i feel more I unsatisfied well not yeah. satisfied but i know what you're saying i yeah. feel unsatisfied by th- episode oh by the ending of it yeah. uh, uh the ending episode of season 13 like it's a completely like if i had to end on season 12 i would have been i would have been okay here's the thing it's not that i don't like seth mcfarlane right i mean i think he's a smart guy i think he's a funny guy but the cleveland show sucked yeah and and that's what we're talking about that that ended king of the hill king of the hill 13 seasons mm-hmm. cleveland show didn't even make it to ten. Yeah, I think they. they I don't think they made it past five seasons. Mm-hmm. They still run it in syndication and yeah. perpetuity. And it's a terrible show. It is a terrible show. Yeah. It just wasn't. It, it just wasn't that. It funny. leaves a bad taste in my mouth when I know that too. Uh, that and uh, American Dad and all that kind of stuff. I said. Well, it was just Fox was capitalizing on the yeah. on the Seth MacFarlane train at the time, yeah. and anything he was doing was gold at that time. And well, it, it still kind of is. It, Fox still yeah. is 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 married to him. You know, giving him a Star Trek show, the whole thing. You know, I mean, it's yeah. just it's crazy. Yeah, it is. He's he's definitely he did the right thing for himself. Oh, sure, sure, <laughs> Not sure. Not for me, but oh, for you can't you you can't. Uh, you can't talk bad about the guy. I mean, he's he's done what he's supposed to do, and he's been canceled more than more than once. Also, uh, come along for the ride with us. Come check it out, and, and give me give me a good um, like Dale Gribble quote to go out on. Wingo, yeah, Wingo, <laughs> Wingo, Wingo. <laughs> oh, no, he says uh, it was a. Uh, that was my favorite quote from that episode. So we're gonna talk about that on the episode too. Sure, but oh, that was another one. I live in constant fear of the day Joseph can finally take down his old man. <laughs> <laughs> And in the immortal words of Rusty Shackelford slash Dale Gribble, 
Hank, it's 3 a.m. If someone invades your home, how are you going to shoot him? It's <laughs> <laughs> great. All right. Well, join us. Uh, join us for blah, uh, the uh, King of the Hill rewatch, rewatch podcast. podcast. We'll see. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.